Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I fucked that whole thing up. Why did I ever say it like that? <laughs> I know what the fuck. I am like, I, I want fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken. Damn it. Some. Originally, um, it, or, or, la, 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 la. it orig- originated. Never been compromised. If Lamo. Lama. Lamos. <laughs> Sorry. You're saying lots of duty. <laughs> Are you doing that pers- purposefully? I, I'm, n- I'm not. Okay, Mark, our first contender, our first contender, contender? Contender, whatever. The first dude I'm talking about. So unfair. Hold on a second. Let me gather myself. Yep. Gotta get your laugh out. Go ahead, Charity. <laughs> laugh it out so we can. Deep breathe, breathe, breathe. You ready? All right, now let's be professional. Go. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Welcome back to the Case Watch Podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Charity. And we are so happy you joined us for another episode. Guys, go ahead and do us a favor and follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod. You can follow me at NotMarkB on Instagram. And if you want to follow Charity on Instagram, it's Charity underscore Case Watch. Guys, I am asking for a favor. Can you head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast five stars? It helps us tremendously grow. Hey, guys. You could just leave like a little phrase or like even just like the word idiot stick. Last time I asked for dingleberry and we had a lot of I was delighted. There was a lot of it. dingleberries literally left. just said dingleberry. It made my my world. <laughs> Guys, idiot stick it is. One more thing. Our website is up and running. It's www.casewatchpodcast.com. Links to all the stickers, merch, 
the exclusive Crime Creep Club. And all you have to do is click the Buy Us a Coffee tab. You go over there and check out the Crime Creep Club. No Patreon. That's where our extra content will be. All right. Getting right into things. I have a hankering charity that only some Triple D will help me fix. I mean, I can help you with that. Awesome. Charity Triple D it is. Let's go. Awesome. All right, Mark. So a burglar was caught after he took off his disguise and looked straight into the CCTV camera. He had a carrier bag for a disguise. The poor handling of his disguise made him end up in jail for 16 months. Would you like to hear about it? I I think I need to know more. So in November 2015, the burglar was caught on the camera removing his disguise and looking straight at the camera. Christopher Badman... How's that for a last name? He, literally B-A-D-M-A-N. Bad man. Oh, I thought you said badminton. No, bad man. I thought he was like, shuttlecock. <laughs> I thought we were, we're getting ready to play my like, favorite game. I didn't know that was your favorite game. I am a master at hitting the shuttlecock around the backyard. I can't. I'm just telling you guys. All right, well, I'll have to check, we check that out. We'll have to have a case watch shuttlecock contest. I can't. So Christopher, <laughs> bad man. That's his last name, guys. Bad man. Not as much fun. No. From... Bridgend put a bag on his head and entered the Marine Hotel in Porthcall, I believe. Sorry again, guys. I'm going to say that's wrong. Oh, it probably is. Wales during their Elvis festival. Ooh, that sounds like a fun festival. I'd be down for that. Yeah. So the burglary took put the guys. I cannot say burglary. I'm going to have to really like help myself here. This is bad. It's becoming a problem. I like it when you know you mess up a word, then the wheels fall off and you just mess them all up all after up. that. The burglary took place on September 27th when the town was hosting their biggest annual event where Elvis impersonators flocked to the place from all around the world to this seaside resort. Badman admitted to the burglary at Cardiff Crown Court. The detective on the case said to the media that the burglar was walking through corridors and he ensured that he avoided all the cameras. Then for some reason, he decided to take the disguise off and look straight at the camera, which was only a few feet away, and his cover was blown. He was caught and ordered to pay 900 euros and 100 euros as a search charge. All right. I'm going to just state the obvious here. He used a bag as his disguise. I have a picture of it. While there is an Elvis Presley event going on where everybody's dressed as Elvis. Why didn't he just draft it as oh, Elvis? Oh, that would have been because he probably just was like, he, he. I don't think it was that premeditated, to be honest. I think he came upon this. To me, it sounds like he came upon this Elvis event and was like, wow, there's this big festival. No one's going to know that like that. They're just going to see me with a bag in my head, but they're see, not now, thinking of it. If you weren't a dipshit, like this guy mm-hmm. was, see a smart criminal would have went, look at all these Elvises. I'm going to go dress as Elvis. And now nobody's going to know it's me. I'm sending this to you right now, Mark, the picture so you can see it. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, he, he looks like a dumbass. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. He eerily looks like when Monica puts the uh, turkey on top of her head and friends with this bag. Yep. That's kind of what that eerily looks like. It's yep. really good. Yeah. Well, all right, dipshit. You are fun. Like thank that. you for thank you for joining the program. Who's next? All right. So next we have a woman who tries to get her money back after buying whack crack. <laughs> Didn't Whitney, Whitney Houston say that crack was whack? I'm pretty sure she did. She said something like, I don't do crack. Crack uh, is whack. Yeah, but this is different. This is whack crack. Speaking of Whitney Houston, who would have ever thought when you looked at Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown that she was the bad influence in that I relationship? Know, I, I know. Like, I get she's America's sweetheart and stuff, but mm-hmm. unbelievable that like everybody always thought it was him. Yeah, but she came. She was outright by saying, no, it was me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Color me bad. Oh, <laughs> guys, did anyone... Did anyone pick up on that? That was good. That was actually really, I'm so proud of you, Mark. Okay, so here we go. So let me see if I can say her name right. It's E-O-I-S-E. 
Yeah, let's just say her last name. Okay, so Reeves, it's her last name, stretched the limits of to serve and protect when she approached a policeman and asked him to help her get her money back for the poor quality crack cocaine she just purchased. She showed him the crack, which she had tucked away in her mouth, and he (laughs) placed her under arrest. How does one know when crack has gone bad? That is a very valid question, actually. How do we know? I'm going to say not by asking a member of law enforcement. Well, they probably see a lot of crack, Mark. They they probably do, but then they prosecute those cases. This is like one of the Triple D's last. Remember the girl who thought her her drugs were infected with uh, with what was it? she fell for that Facebook note where you go check this out. Like I said, I think I said this in a previous uh, Triple D where I always love every single year they pull it off where they do, hey, you just won $500. You just need to come down here at this random place at this random time. And it's all these people that are like skipped out on paying their child support or they have an outstanding warrant and they walk in thinking they're winning money and the cops are there like, hey, remember? us i let's go to jail i love it love that so i have one more little tiny one so man steals pork loin from sam's club by shoving it down his pants he had a lot of meat down in his pants oh wait police say a man stole (laughs) that guy's a hog in his pants (laughs) literally Literally, that's a hog in his pants (laughs) all right i gotta compose myself so, I just made myself laugh. I'm pretty did. proud of myself. He does that a lot, guys. So police say a man stole a pork loin from Sam's Club by stuffing it in his pants and running out of the store without paying. After the theft, he approached a store greeter who thought he was just happy to see him. <laughs> no, officer. That is all my meat in my pants. Can you imagine how big it looked? Like a, a whole pork loin was in his Charity, pants. if I've learned anything in my 40-something years of life, it's not size does not matter. No. It's how, how you cook the meat. It's how you cook the meat. And that guy had a lot in his pants. He had a lot of meat in his pants, guys. All right. That just made my day. That guy is just a straight up dimwit. Dimwit. I love him, though. Yeah. Like, I would have a beer with this guy. Yeah, he wanted some pork. I'll make sure now, knowing he's got the meat in his pants, I'm gonna, I will bring the food to the barbecue. You bring the food to the bar- barbecue, yeah. Awesome. All right, moving on, guys. We are going to hop right into this week's case. Charity, what do you have? All right, Mark. So last week we talked about Eric Smith. Um, And I asked you your opinion on... Which I still have been thinking since last week. And I'm still tossed up. I don't know what to think on this. Right. So guys, if you don't, if you don't remember, he, um, on his 11th time in front of the parole board, they actually granted him his parole. So I thought it would be good if I went and actually told the story of what actually happened during the case with this little boy. Okay. That would help me maybe get a little bit better idea. He was 13 at the time. The little boy was four. And I just wanted to give all the facts first. Now I do want to say this involves a little boy and involves some extremely unpleasant things. Guys, so, this involves a crime against a child. So if you are squeamish to this, go ahead and just skip forward. ahead about yeah. two minutes. Yeah. Um, it's not, I will actually, I will tell you guys before the horrific parts coming. Okay. So if they want to fast forward, that way they can hear everything else. Okay. Because everything else is pretty important as well, I believe. Okay. So deal. So Eric was born January 22nd, 1980. He was seen as a loner and was made fun of for his red hair, freckles, and thick glasses. It was also said that he was teased about his ears because I guess apparently his ears were kind of like low set and stuck out a little bit. So kids are mean. They tease each other about stupid stuff. Yes. And it goes on. It's gone on forever. It still goes on. It's not right. 
right, but it happens, unfortunately. So it's said that Eric enjoyed spending time with his grandparents, Red and Eddie Wilson. How cute are their little names? Red and Eddie. That sounds like it's everybody's grandparents. Yeah, Red and Eddie. So Red said he would always come in and give us hugs and kisses. He liked being a clown. However, at some point before the murder, Eric was diagnosed with intermittent explosive disorder. Do you want to like look that up real quick and just get a little? Yeah, I think so. Let's see here. All right. According to Google, intermittent explosive disorder involves repeated sudden episodes of impulsive, aggressive, violent behavior or angry verbal outbursts in which you react grossly out of proportion to the situation. Road rage, domestic abuse, throwing or breaking objects or other temper tantrums may be signs of this disorder. Interesting. So it's kind of clear that this could be part of the reason why this horrible crime occurred. Okay. Unfortunately, he is known for this horrible crime, one of which he has just been granted parole for. He murdered and sexually abused guys, four-year-old Derek Robbie. Um, Eric was riding his bike home from summer camp. And Derek just happened to be walking to the same day camp. So I don't know. I mean, he was only four. So I don't know if maybe he even lived like right next door. I don't know why he was just wasn't with somebody. But well, you got to remember, we, we've said this a couple times now. We're looking through this now in the 2020 lens, Correct. 2021 lens. Yep. During this time period, that was very common. It was. There's a lot more of a trusting world. I don't think it, that it's things like this didn't happen as they do nowadays, but we didn't have the social media and the 24-hour news cycle where this stuff was brought to light as I often. Agree. So we're a lot more trusting of as, as a society. That's I agree. All. And if you're in a safe neighborhood that you've always been in, you just assume other neighbors and other kids and everybody else will be looking out Correct. for your kid. Because when I grew up, that's, I lived in a neighborhood like that. We Everyone's parents looked out for everyone else's kids. And that's just how it was. Absolutely. Okay. So Eric easily convinced Eric to go with him to a local park. And I guess it was kind of a local park that was a little like in an obscure area. It wasn't like a super common park. Okay. Which I think many four-year-olds, especially back in this day, might be pretty easily convinced to go with an older child because you're thinking this is a kid. This isn't an adult. This is a yeah, kid. Because we're taught stranger danger back right. then. But That's what it a, was. And this, this is a, a kid this too. This is a 13 year old yeah. kid. So guys, this is where the information about the crime takes place. So this is where you're going to want to fast forward to uh, because- there's some kind of horrific things that I'm going to talk about here. So here it goes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So once they go to this remote park, Eric started to strangle the boy. It was said that Eric dropped not one large rock, but two large rocks. Oh my God. One after another on his, his little head, you guys. And then if it couldn't get any more horrific than that, his final step was to undress the little boy's limp body and sodomize him with the tree limb. How horrific is that? I just, I don't even have, I have the chills right now. I just, yeah, oh my I, gosh. I'm speechless. I am 100% so, speechless. So Mark, the cause of death was blunt force to the head and some asphyxia. This poor little boy, he had no idea what was coming. So Doreen, Derek's mom, went to pick him up at the day camp around 11 a.m., she was obviously told that he never arrived. There oh, was my an, God. There was an immediate search for Derek as he was a, a four-year-old little boy. So after four hours of searching, Derek's little body was found. And then Eric finally confessed what he had done to his mother on August 8th, 1993. This would be only two days after the funeral for this little boy. And of course... Which, kudos to these parents, Eric's family contacted the police immediately. They did the right thing. Oh, let which, me stop right there. See? Mm-hmm. I have all the respect in the world yep. for these parents. Yep. Now, we were chastised for our dislike of laundry, you know. Right. We have to say it correctly once. But the Christopher and Roberta Laundry, if they would have done this, yep. things would have been a lot different of an outlook towards them. Absolutely. Bravo to this guy's parents yep. who immediately called the authorities. Immediately. So when asked why he did it, Eric said he had rage from all the teasing from the older children and also teasing from his father and older sisters. He said he took out all of that rage on the poor little innocent Eric. Yeah, see, I, I just, like I said, I read that what that diagnosis that he was given mm -hmm. was, you would think that he would act out against the people that right. he had the rage to, not some innocent little child. Who, I mean, and, and from that definition too, it almost seems as though an event usually takes, I'm not saying always, because I don't know enough about it, but an event is takes place and then the over-exaggeration occurs, like yeah, a road rage. Your, or like your a, trigger has to, if they're, the, the, you're right, the cases that they use, which were road rage and stuff like that, what happens 20 minutes after somebody cuts you off? You've forgotten about it and you moved on. Right. And the other thing You too, know, when you freak out and do stuff is it happens immediately. That's your freak out point. Right. And the other thing is- He's able to separate this. So he's not insane because he's able to say, hey, guys, this is why I did this. It was the built up anger I have because of the teasing. So that's an interesting point as well. It is. It is. You know, I, I give that as a, a, an interesting point as well, but I'm still not sold on him being released uh, after hearing this. I'm sorry. Well, the murder case flew through the nation. It was probably because the victim was only four and the killer was only 13 at the time of the murder. See, I don't remember this at all. I do. I remember the, hearing about the rocks, but I, do, I don't remember hearing about the sexual abuse. So I don't know if 
maybe that wasn't, wasn't brought put out, out as there. Much. Right. So it would be on August 16th, 1993, that Eric would be convicted of second degree murder. Nine years was the minimum jail time. So at the time he was a juvenile. So it was nine years to life for a juvenile. So he was in a juvenile facility for three years. He was then transferred to Clinton Correctional Facility in Dannemora, New York. This is a maximum security prison. In May of 2016, he was at Collins Correctional Facility in Erie County, New York. This prison is a medium security prison for men. Then he would move to Woodburn Correctional Facility in Sullivan County. So he's bounced around a little bit, but it sounds like he he went from the maximum down to the, to the medium. No, so obviously, I mean, it, it, I didn't really get to read into too much of what his stays were like, but to me, it sounds like he must have been a good inmate if they keep downgrading where they're sending him. And trust me, like I guarantee his prison stay has not been a very pleasant one for him. He joined oh, yeah. this system at what did you say, 14 years old? Yep, he was 14, I believe, when he was sentenced. And it was probably easier back then because he was with other juveniles. But once he turned 18, people knew what he was in there for. Oh, yeah. I guarantee yep. he did not have a pleasant stay. Nope, like, nope. I, I I need to remember that as you're saying this, like that he was 14 years old. Was four, exactly. That's the thing that is, makes it so hard. So while he was in jail, Eric actually wrote an apology letter to the Robbies, Derek's family, and read it on TV. Here's what it says. I know my actions have caused a terrible loss in the Robbie family, and for that I am truly sorry. I've tried to think as much as possible about what Derek will never experience. His 16th birthday, Christmas anytime, owning his own house, graduating, going to college, getting married, his first child. If I could go back in time, I would switch places with Derek and endure all the pain I've caused him. If it meant that he would go on living. I'd switch places, but I can't. He then went on to say, and this is a little strange, so he... he uh, he did make it about Derek and his apologies and all the things he knows that he is not going to experience because of his actions, his own actions. But then he goes on to say he cannot bear the thought of walls, razor wire and steel metal bars for the rest of his life. But then he also apologized to Derek himself in other interviews. So I don't know why he put that in with the apology because he kind of like now is talking about himself. Like, I can't believe what I get out of that is I'm going to apologize for the stuff that I did, but I need to let you know that I am suffering as a person too, to try to get some sort of, this is what I'm going through. Okay. That makes sense. Now I was at one point, a stupid 14 year old boy. Mm -hmm. I know we joke around that you were me and you were boys and we talk about this stuff, but Mm -hmm. I was a stupid 14 year old boy and I get my mind was not where it is now now. Right. And unfortunately, I think this is something that we need to take into mind when we discuss Eric as well here, his formative years. When when did you as a person, Charity, when did you learn who you were as a person? It wasn't 14. No, it probably wasn't. I mean, I was I was dumb until my 20s. Yeah. And unfortunately, this guy has grown up in prison. His formative years were formed around criminals in prison. Scary. It is. And because that is what he knows as an adult. Do you remember what you acted like at 14 years old? I was an day idiot. to day. I mean, just day to day. Like, yeah. no, I, none of those things made a difference in my no. life. Now I remember what happened as an adult. Yes. I don't know where I'm going with that other than just like this whole thing is is sad. It's really sad. So it was said that Eric's parents, Tammy and Ted, were devastated by the verdict of the nine years to life. They thought their son was just really sick. This again brings up the questions of mental health related to murder and what we might be able to do to change this. So in their eyes, they went right to the police right away because they they knew their son. They knew their son very well. And they're like, oh, my God, this is a heinous crime. We have to let the authorities know our boy is sick. We need to get him help. That's kind of what I got from that. You know what I mean? I get that as well. I can understand them feeling that way. This is a child. I didn't read anything about him abusing animals. I didn't read anything about him. You know, all the telltale signs 
signs of like serial killers or killers or this. All right. So now here's where my mind goes to. Right. Yes, we didn't read about that, but he had a diagnosis before he did. He killed somebody. So something happened that we don't know about. That's there was a, some things that have happened in this burst, yeah. in, in his life that mm-hmm. we're, we're not being made aware of. Right. Yeah. That's a really good point. So clearly you're just he, not going to be labeled with that. Right. Without a reason. Clearly there was a reason he got they got him evaluating. We probably him that won't diagnosis. ever know. No. So in an interview with Dan Rather in 1993, the Robbie family had some things to say. So this is heartbreaking. This statement is heartbreaking or sentence, whatever you want to call it. You're not going to make me cry, are you? Um, I did when I first read it. So it's very sad. And as a parent, it's going to be hard to hear, but it needs to be heard. All so right, I'm weepy. Just remember that. Okay, sorry. So the hardest thing for me is when somebody asks me how many children I have. Most of the time I say I have one boy at home and one boy waiting for me in heaven. All right, yeah, you got me. This was Derek's mom, Doreen Robbie. Yeah, you got me. Yep. I can't, oh my God. Oh, wow. That's deep. It's profound. So at age 12, Derek's brother said, all I really know is that I had a brother. Sometimes I just think about him and I just want to cry. I don't know him and I, I just want to cry from hearing this story. Yep. So Dale Robbie, Derek's dad said, some people have said we need to forgive, but I can't yet. And you know what? I acknowledge that for him. I acknowledge that for him. You forgive when you can. And sometimes some people can't. And it, it, you have to let people deal with situations in in their own way. Some people feel that forgiveness is what helps them to move forward. And other people just can't. They're just so upset about what has happened that they can't possibly because there's no sense to what happened. You know, I do, because this is my biggest complaint. And I drive Kristen nuts with this whenever we watch ID because we watch ID on oh, Discovery. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty much, if there was a way to just have ID on Discovery and the Patriots, we'd be set because that's oh, all yeah. we watch. Yeah. Well, in Gold Rush, I watch, I'm, I'm a huge Gold Rush mark. So we watch that all the time too. But what I get so mad, every case that they talk about is you'll hear the detective come on and say, well, we went to the victim's wife's house and they didn't respond the way they thought. And it's just like, listen up, dipshit. You right. don't know how someone is going to be nope. respond to a situation of being mm-hmm. told somebody they love is dead. And guys, keep in mind, This was a four-year-old innocent little love bug, okay? His parents had to sit and listen to everything that was done to him. As a parent- Wait a minute. He's been to parole how many times? 11 in his- Well, let me go on to read. Okay, because, oh my God, I I am now feeling for them because they've had to hear this every time. Every time. This is a knife in this family. Oh, I I agree with the dad. I I don't know if I I could- I would like to say I could, but I don't- I'm not sure I could. I mean, it takes a really strong person. You know, that's your baby. All right. I'm going to stop interrupting you and let you carry on. I get it. I get it. I'm fired up. I get it. So this October 2021, Eric was finally granted parole after 27 years in prison. Derek's parents have been against his release and have made it known at every parole hearing. His dad, Dale, says every two years they are forced to relive Derek's murder all over again. Yeah. How that puts him what 39 or 40 years old? Yep. He's not much younger than me. Nope. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Having to relive it over and over and then expect leniency when you're describing the heinousness of this crime towards an angel. You know, as I don't blame his dad. I don't. I don't either. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion on their feelings and it's not our place to tell somebody nope. how or why or anything they should feel as opposed to what's going on in their life. So I tried to find if see if I could find a statement from the Robbies about this new information of him actually getting released, of Eric getting released. And I couldn't, but it everything I found said at every single hearing, they made it clear that they did not want him out of jail. I wouldn't so either. I can't imagine it. they feel any different. I don't know. I can't speak for them, but I'm wondering if at some point, maybe either a spokesperson for the family or one of the family members might come out and speak of it. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. This makes me think multiple ways. This is why it's so hard because these, first of all, let's address the parents. Both of these parents lost their children in one way or another. One is still able to visit them, but that is still was not a life that they had anticipated. And both of these parents seem to me that they're they're very good parents. I mean, these parents, as soon as they found out, obviously they knew something wasn't right if they even got him evaluated, which is being a good parent. But I'm positive they did not think he would do anything like this. No, I don't think anybody's ever positive. No, 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 no. So that's the first thing that we need to make clear. Yes. Like these these parents both suffered a loss. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is Eric was 14 years old when this happened. I mean, we still do need to take into consideration some of that, that let's be honest, he was 14. He was a child himself. Yeah. I mean, we have a, a, a criminal system that is supposed to address children. And I just, I don't know what to think because one way pulls me like he's a child. Maybe we should give him a second chance there. And then another part says, you know, he shouldn't. So it makes me wonder, like, maybe we should do some research charity onto what happens to these people after they get out of prison. Right. Like if they were, if so here's my thing. I would like to say that too, but that he was only 14, but when, and, and last week I was more thinking, yeah, he was 14. He wasn't fully developed. But when I actually read what he actually did to him. It makes it hard. That makes it very, very hard to like what he did to his dead okay body. I mean, that's to me. All right. Let's so, just hope, and I don't mean to be morbid or gross. Let's just hope that he, wasn't, he was he wasn't, dead when it happened. He was because it was okay. the blunt force that. So here's my thing though. Like if you're going to have an outburst like that. To me, the outburst is the is the killing, right? Well, he did this in the after fact. Yeah. Okay. Very, so that's a very good out, point. The outburst is over. So why are you, why? And then he did know he did wrong because he, he couldn't live with himself. He did confess to his parents. Correct. Right? So- I'm I pulled just, so many different ways on this. I, I, I am too. I just, I, here's my thing. Okay. So if they could come up with a program for people like this, who would di- have been diagnosed with something, say they do their jail time, maybe make it so they have to do a, a, at least a full, maybe two years in a, a, a mental facility before they're released into the public, just to then get fully evaluated. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he has. So we, maybe, maybe he has this last prison, like he's going to be hopefully with the, the system we have in place now, he's going out on parole. So he's going to be checked on on a regular basis, I hope. Well, Mark, um, that's going to be a segue into another little story I have to tell you. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought this was the case we were covering. Uh Uh-huh. 
But there's another one that I'm going to just tell you that we're going to talk about. Like now? Uh-huh. Hey, guys, I, I'm learning it as well. All right. Well, Charity, what else do you have? Um, It's a little case about a man named Lawrence Paul Anderson. Okay. I don't even know who he is. Okay, Mark. So Mr. Anderson, who we're going to use Mr. very lightly. Okay. Was an extremely lucky 42-year-old man. So Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt shortened his jail sentence from 20 years to nine years as part of a criminal justice reform. He was released from jail January 2021. Oh, so this is recent. This is recent. So Can't ask for a better case study. This is what I was asking okay. for when we were just talking. So, well, All right. So this will later be proven to be a horrible idea. He was in for drugs and other related crimes. So without his aunt and uncle's knowing, he listed their address um, as the home he'd be staying at after he was released. Wait, now, without their knowing? This is what gets like confusing to me. So, so they, if you're going to get released, like I don't mean to hijack your episode, but if you're going to get released, wouldn't the system check on this? Well, that's what I, I mean. Right. That's what that was my question, too. OK, so he reportedly went by the house and his aunt and uncle was shocked to see them because they had no idea that he was even released. So yeah, you would think there'd be a plan in place, right? So if someone was getting released from jail, the people they were going to be staying with would be contacted just to make sure they were aware of it. Absolutely. You would you think would that think. would be standard operating procedure. Well, not in this case, because his aunt and uncle were absolutely shocked by it. They had no idea. He just showed up and they were like, uh, I thought you were in jail for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, maybe we get a statement from them as to what's going on. Well, hold All on. right. Never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, I know nothing about this case, yeah. honestly. So on February 9th, Lawrence allegedly admitted to breaking down his aunt and uncle's neighbor's door with his shoulder. That's not a good start to your uh, release. Nope. So this was the home of mother of two, 41-year-old Andrea Lynn Blankenship. Allegedly, he murdered her, cut out her heart, then took the heart back to his aunt and uncle's house, where he cooked it with potatoes. He then, Are you serious? Dead serious. He then wanted his aunt and uncle to eat it so they could, quote unquote, free the demons. Wow. Yeah. We let this guy out. Well, we didn't, Mark. No, because we have brains. Mm-hmm. We did not let him out. He was let out on early release. All right. Well, you're not selling me on rehabilitation at this point, Charity. Okay. So on February 9th, a 911 call was made from the Pies home. The aunt and uncle, that was okay. their last name. Um, the call was hung up. So the Chickasha police were dispatched to try and make contact with them. The officers forced their way inside at arrival when they heard someone calling for help. Leon Pye, his uncle, and Pye's four-year-old granddaughter were pronounced dead at the scene. Oh my God. While Delcy, Lawrence's aunt who was very injured but alive, was taken to the nearest hospital. Luckily, she made it. Anderson was, of course, identified as the murderer by his aunt. I am speechless. Let me just go on record right now and say, I don't ever want to be murdered. But if somebody does murder my entire family, I do not want to be a lone survivor. Oh, my God. I could you, never live with that. And the granddaughter. This is absolutely horrible. The granddaughter. He... So he, let me get this straight. He killed his neighbor. Yes. He killed his. Who was, who was a mother or two. So left two children motherless. And he killed two family members. Two family members. And tried to kill a third. He did. I am and absolutely it, blown it away. All, it, yeah. So while, while he was in custody at the hospital on February 12th, Anderson allegedly admitted to stabbing Andrea Blankenship by stabbing her to death. There has been no motive stated at this time. So Mark, this is where it, get, where it gets kind of sad. 
Um, so Anderson sobbed in court during an initial court appearance, the Oklahoman reported. And then he spoke and he said, I don't want no bail, Your Honor. I don't want no bail. So it's like he knew he knew. But did did they evaluate him and put him on something? And then or does he know he's crazy and couldn't control his actions? I don't know. I mean, for someone to rip someone's heart out, you can't be. I mean, I don't know. That's gross. So, number one. Gross. Number two. But he asked, how could he have not exhibited any sort of this is something that might be to come? He's not just all of a sudden going to get out of jail and now be crazy. I mean, I agree with you. Somebody saw something somewhere down the line. A ball like, has been dropped. A, yep. I mean, he wouldn't have been let out of jail if he if he wasn't well behaved, I would think. Right. I don't know. I am blown away at this. So this right here. Now I see why you threw this case at me, because I was unsure of what to think yeah. about the Eric case. And now, now this gets me thinking what's going to happen from here. Like, right. I, I don't know. So, um, Anderson's attorney said he is going to, he's definitely going to seek a mental health evaluation to see if he's even mentally competent for trial. We will surely keep you posted on this case guys, but it's just, just sad all around. I mean, I, yes, definitely get him mentally evaluated. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to, it's interesting to see what the aunt would say since it is family. You're right. It would be. What does she want to happen? I don't know. And it makes me wonder if, because you said that the family was very shocked when he showed up there. They were shocked. Maybe they knew something was up with this guy as well. Like almost like, well, we thought you were going to get the help you needed. Yeah, maybe. But something, some ball got dropped somewhere because the, the, that's just strange. Why would they not know? That's something that should have been checked, not just once, many times. I agree with you. Like, who knows what he said or did to kind of hide what was going on. It could have been a great act. We don't know. And anything that we're saying on top of that is speculation. Right. But all I can say is somebody had to know something. So here's a question, Mark. Okay. If you adopt an animal. Okay. From a very reputable agency or rescue most times they come to your house and make sure your house is safe for an animal or a good place for an animal to be. Don't you think they would wow, check? Wow, you're right. Don't you think they would check to make sure that there's positive situations going on and people who are actually going to keep track of him and maybe kind of be there for him in a way? I mean, you've been in jail all this time. Yes, you're being released early, but you can't just be thrown into the population. Charity, you just opened up something that I hadn't even thought of. Yeah. They care more about what an animal is coming to your house is than a hardened criminal. I know. There is something broken in this system and it needs to be taken care of. And I think and it, I'm not making excuses no. for anybody here because like I've, I've made it, if anything I've made very clear is I really think we need to stop warehousing people and we need to start treating people. Yes. And I, and I, this is a conversation that I've heard people talk about a lot. Like people know this is a broken system that needs to be fixed. But you know, let's just carry on. Let's, let's just continue it as it is because we know it's broken. Yep. Come on, guys. We as a society can do better. We can. We and sure can. And these people who are victims deserve better. I agree. Guys, let's be better people as a society, please. Can we just be nice to everybody? Can we just, I, I've said that a few times. Yeah. Can we just get along? Yeah, can't we all just get along? It's true, can't we? It, it is. All right, so that about wraps up this episode, Charity. Thank you for throwing the curveball at me. I had no clue a second edition was coming on to that, so that was a nice surprise. Yep. All right, guys, Facebook, Instagram, Case Watch Podcast, Twitter, Case Watch Pod, CaseWatchPodcast.com for all the merch and fun links as well. Remember, if you share the Facebook episode of the podcast, you get a chance to win your own autographed Case Watch sticker. Woohoo! Whoop, 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 whoop. 
Awesome, guys. We will see you next time. Have a good one. Bye, guys. See ya. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.